You know, when COVID hit and everybody scattered, went to their homes to work remotely, uh, the guards went down. The technology they were using was not hardened for security. And as a result, people were clicking with reckless abandon on phishing attacks. And the amount of ransomware issues that cyber uh, liability insurance providers had to cover was astronomical. It almost put, you know, several companies out of business. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Toss C3 Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the founder of Toss C3, Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing amazingly well. Can't wait to talk about this. One of my favorite topics. Oh, it's, a, it's an, a great topic. It seems like we've covered things in a whole way, but if you're just, you know, clicking this podcast and want to listen, what a great topic to discuss for sure. And that's cybersecurity for remote workers. Best practices for securing remote devices and networks. So this is what's happening, Greg, is a lot of people, again, you know, they did the office thing. They said, this really doesn't work. It's not because of COVID, it's because of costs. And they are hiring a lot more remote workers. But during, the problem is a lot of our, our data and security, once it's outside of the office, is not protected. And a lot of people forget about that, saying, oh, yeah, I let them have their laptop. They're out there, you know, doing certain things, uh, their cell phone, and yet they intermingle business and personal life. And that's where the problems really occur. Yeah, it's, it's true. And this is such a, a broad and deep topic. We could probably do 10 to 20 podcast just on this topic alone, the different areas. So I'll do my best to paint a, a broad swath of all the capabilities that you should be thinking about based on the segment that you're in. You know, so also, I'll, let me just start with this. If you've tried to get cyber liability insurance in the past year, in 2023, 2022, you'll probably notice that your premium has skyrocketed. And, you know, and your uh, deductible is even higher. And here's the reason for that is because of just what we're talking about. You know, when COVID hit and everybody scattered, went to their homes to work remotely, uh, the guards went down. The technology they were using was not hardened for security. And as a result, people were clicking with reckless abandon on phishing attacks. And the amount of ransomware issues that cyber uh, liability insurance providers had to cover was astronomical. It almost put, you know, several companies out of business. They just don't, didn't want to cover it. In fact, is some places won't even cover the cyber liability anymore. They just drop that, that type of coverage completely because of that. So let's start with enterprise. Well, if, if you work at an enterprise, you know, large corporation, you know, fortune, you know, 500, whatever, then, or even in large municipalities, you know, you're going to be assigned a security hardened laptop. And on this laptop, we'll have the absolute latest technology in terms of uh, security patching, security hardened operating system, you know, the best uh, next generation endpoint protection, um, multi-factor capabilities, um, either VPN or better than VPN that we'll talk about in a minute. And they're going to send you home with this thing. And now you can only log into the office and do office work on this. And you can never do personal work on this and never leave it unlocked when the kids are around because, you know, that's just a breach. So that's, that's as secure as you can get for remote. That's, that's one of the things that they do. So what does the average company do? The average company either has people use their own home computers or they have a laptop for the company, but it's just a laptop. Uh, you know, security is, 
kind of one of those things. Yeah, we have antivirus. Is it updated? We're not sure. You know, are they accepting the security patches on the machine? Maybe they are. We don't really have a policy to enforce that. What are they using for a computer at home? Do they have kids at home? Is it protected? Is there a VPN? Is there a firewall on their wireless system, et cetera, et cetera? Because think about this for a second. If you're at home and you're on your home PC and you have an unprotected Wi-Fi because of the, the firewall is weak or you never changed the password and you make a, a VPN connection to your office, what you've done now is you've made your home network available, if you will, to your corporate network. Now, somebody comes in and they hack your computer or your Wi-Fi or whatever, and they can hop on and now you know you, you understand what's going on here. So how do you protect against this? There are some couple of ways. Uh, first of all, make sure that you have the best next-gen software available for the, for, the, for the computer, the laptop, or the PC at home. All of our clients that have allowed people to use home computers, they have a ZPS on their uh, work computer, and they have ZPS on their laptops, and they, they buy a ZPS license for their home users as well so that they can feel confident with that. You know, the next thing is, is do, you know, do you have a secure VPN? And if you have VPN, does it have multi-factor on it? That's a minimum. You know, a lot of clients, what they're doing now is they're using things like our IT is utility, which is a thin client virtual desktop, VDI. We should do a topic on VDI, do a podcast. So basically real quick, how VDI works is that none of the processing, none of the data, and none of the information ever comes down the line to your computer. But it looks like, you know, you got a Windows 10 or Windows 11 desktop running on your local computer. But in fact, what you're seeing is just the image you know, the keyboard clicks and the mouse movements, all the processing is happening in the back end in the data center where everything's encrypted and the connection is encrypted. The only time the data actually passes down the line to your computer is either when you're downloading a file or printing, but those two streams are also encrypted. So that's another area where people are spending a lot of time and money. And, you know, people say, well, VDI, that seems kind of new, it's cloud and so on. You know, actually, um, the VDI concept came out in like 1993, 1992, 90, and uh, has just expanded since then. You know, there are companies in the game now that didn't even exist, you know, back when, when that came out. And many of the Fortune 500 companies actually run their entire enterprise just on VDI. And you're beginning to see that now in small to mid-sized firms, you know, across the U.S. as well. Wow. And that's that's a great thing to have the ability to do that because if you're not monitoring remote workers that's when the issues occur because they could be searching certain sites boom they come back into work they log into their laptop their laptop and or their desktop at work and then basically all this information is stolen and that's that simple and the, the truth is they're getting better the cybersecurity act i mean the uh Hackers are getting way better. For example, I got a PayPal password um, email saying that I owe a certain amount of money and it came from paypal.com. How mm -hmm. scary are they? They're really learning ways. It's not like this long, long email anymore. I'll have to send it to you, Greg, that they're getting really good at this. And they're yeah. figuring out ways to copy an invoice or copy different things and make it look like it's so real. No, it's totally true. And let's say, for instance, real quick, that you're using a VPN instead of a thin client VDI, as we were talking about, and you do happen to click. So you're connected to the office, you're on your home computer, laptop, connected to the office with VPN right off the bat. What does that mean? That means that your computer is functioning exactly as if you were in the office, which means that 
your computer is attached to the server, the server shared drives and so on are available, you know, in your Windows Explorer. So what happens is, is you get one of these emails and you click on it, or you go to a website that's infected and get a drive-by attack, downloads the ransomware onto your computer, and then it shoots out down the VPN because it's looking to encrypt every drive. That drive looks like it's on your local computer. So guess what? It goes out to encrypt that as well. So now you're not only infected local and you'd have to wait till you get to the office, but it's starting to actually penetrate and get into the, into the work system you know, right away as soon as you click on that phishing attack. And when you talk to people about this stuff, this is when it happens, right? The things that they didn't know could happen, they, they, you t they talk to you about it. They say, well, yeah, this is what we're doing. And like, no, this, you can't do this anymore. So that process of tailoring a program based on each one of the clients that you have, it's, they're, they're totally different. They, are, they have totally different systems, totally different situations. You can't cookie cutter what you do, right? Because no. the, the, the experience... What they do, the financial world's different than the accounting world. And the the uh, the law firms are different than healthcare, right? It, it, the, just so many different practices have to be changed and different and modified to make the system work the best. That's correct. And, you know, all of it's governed under what they call information security. So we have cybersecurity, we have information security, and information security is actually regulated depending on the industry and by either local or federal authorities. Um, so you mentioned healthcare. So HIPAA is an information security uh, regulated uh, type of compliance that you need to follow for how you know protected health information for a personal you know, person is is managed, and and so it's really critical that this is done. So what what we do, what I do, is after I speak to someone, I understand what they're trying to accomplish based on their mission, vision, and goals, and how we can apply technology to accomplish those is do a thorough security cybersecurity and information security risk assessment to identify where they are, what's the starting point, what is the gap, do a gap analysis, come up with a remediation plan, you know, order it by what is the what are the top 10 or top three most critical things that need to be done in the right order, and then attack those. All right. And the best place to go is tossc3.com today and schedule a call, Greg, right? That's right. Happy to talk to you. Excited. Oh, and that's the thing. Call Greg and he's ready to talk to you and he'll identify things that you never thought about. Every time I talk to Greg, there's something else. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to look into this now. You, you, you keep people, your head spinning. That's why you need to then hire Greg and let Greg take care of it. So I appreciate it, Greg. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. All right. That was the Toss C3 podcast, guys. Take care.
Thank you.